Hi, this is Paul Weitz. I directed the film along with Chris Weitz, his brother. And also with us is the uh, progenitor of the, uh, the, the film. <laughs> I'm Adam Herz, I'm the screenwriter. <clears throat> Sean Scott, Stiffmeister. Eddie K. Thomas, I was uh, Finchy. And Jason Biggs, Jim. You're about to see Jim in all his glory. <laughs> Why is your face red? Uh, it was really hot on the set that day. About 100 degrees, actually. Hey, Biggs, why don't you tell us what's in the sock? Uh, uh, that would be a piece of sausage fresh off the catering truck, which uh, Chris and Paul so generously gave me a choice between a large and medium sausage. I, of course, chose the large. That uh, big porno star, his voice sounds familiar. Oh, uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, that's Chris. Uh, it, and uh, the porno actors were me and our second, second AD, Ingrid. <laughs> Ingrid? Yes! That's Ingrid? Yeah. Cool. I had a crush on Ingrid. Um, the, original, <laughs> the original scene as it was had all sorts of uh, additions to what was going on yeah. here. We also had a lot of trouble uh, with uh, the rating uh, and the porno lines. Uh, they sort of had to... Oh, there it is. <laughs> Actually, if you look closely, at one point it's erect, and then when the other shot, it's, it's not. <laughs> I have That's that problem real sometimes. Fans. Yeah, Biggs was snacking on the sausage. <laughs> yeah, but also the original scene, as Adam wrote it, had a, uh, a dictionary. <laughs> he had a multimedia oh, thing going. We had a dictionary and a, a cosmopolitan and the girls' swim team in the yearbook, and... Uh, Got a little too complicated. It's that all woman's channel, lifetime supply of pantyhose. Okay, yeah, that's the least yeah. funny joke in the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we'd come up with something better, but we couldn't. Um, so this is uh, one of the one of our five huge burly uh, uh, steady cam guys walking backwards, following the guys. Or it was. Yeah. Every time we had a steady cam shot, there'd be a different operator from like a different part of the world. Because <laughs> the Steadicam is like 80 pounds, and uh, and they have to sort of like, I mean, they have to be working this huge thing. <laughs> this is all sounding incredibly phallic. They gotta be working this huge thing. <laughs> all right, any attempts at actually discussing the making of the film going out the window? You are now rejected. Shut up! You got in. Yes, I love you. We're approaching the uh, the first setup of the first day, right here. Right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, this right. was the very first shot yeah. of the entire movie. And this is Chris and I's first directing gig, so uh, we were at least I was pretty nervous about when to call action and when to call a cut and all that business. My big first decision was to change from a 21 uh, millimeter lens to a 27 millimeter lens, which made practically no difference. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he asserted himself. <laughs> product placement. This whole uh, title sequence here, which now lasts about four and a half minutes, uh, as originally structured, lasted about 15 minutes, and it wasn't the title <coughs> sequence. And uh, we were trying to introduce like 20 characters uh, all, all in the first 20 minutes of the movie, and it was completely incomprehensible. So after the first cut of the movie, we decided, well, we can either go back and reshoot a whole new beginning, which we can't think of what it would be, or we could hack it apart and make it a title sequence of music, is what we ended up doing. Is that Blink? The music? No, Actually, that's, that's uh, third, third line. line. Tara's hair is looking very <laughs> flat <laughs> in this shot. She's <laughs> on a different day from the next shot, and what you'll see her. Here's the man we are looking for. Mm -hmm. What's going on, buddy? 
So Eddie, how was the uh, the mochaccino? Uh, Nestle Quick. Oh. Was it Nestle Quick? <laughs> Warm Nestle Quick. Wow. It means my dog ate it. It's Latin. It's a joke. It's a Latin. <laughs> the joke. Latin references come from. Uh, this is Adam. I I took Latin in uh, high school and. Uh, had to pop it in there. It's mochaccino, it's not coffee. No! There it is. What's up, dude? You coming to party tonight, Ozzy, you fuckface? That round wall and back, the, the, the brick wall and back with a round hole in the middle is uh, plastic. A lot of the, the school stuff, since we shot in LA, um, and we're trying to make it look like Michigan, uh, we had a lot of fake brick fronts and stuff that uh, the production designer built. The way we made the high school look was a lot prettier than the high school. Yeah, all the <laughs> yeah. lockers were repainted, every new walls. Which they kept. Mm -hmm. The Vespa. The Vespa. The Vespa, baby. <laughs> um, when we were rehearsing these scenes in the restaurant, uh, one thing we did was we'd go to a, like a Chinese restaurant with all the guys and like hang out and do our lines while we were ordering food and stuff to, to get just sort of the atmosphere of hanging out with each other. Was this a real restaurant or is this a set? Is this a set? Wasn't it? No. Yeah, it was, no, 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 it was a, it was this empty storefront that you that uh, Paul Peters built uh, this really? magnificent Biggs, place in. Biggs, you should in. tell your Monrovia. Biggs I love this. almost arrested this day. <laughs> oh man, for jaywalking. This, and uh, this is great, Biggs. I like this. If you uh, <laughs> the guys sitting in the booth behind Thomas and Jim there are the guys I used to live with when uh, when I wrote this script. By the way, they're good. Yeah, really nice extra. They really, really sold nice. this scene. Yeah. <laughs> One guy naturally wanders towards them. <laughs> so this is the uh, magic hour, quote unquote, when you have about 15 minutes to shoot the scene during in this kind of light. Well, there was no light because I couldn't start the the Vespa. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this used to this scene used to end with Eddie saying this line and then riding off into the sunset on the Vespa. But, but this uh, this, is, this is what happened. <laughs> I'm not supposed to. Uh, see, it's it's not easy to get into first gear. When, when so it's not like he doing. was trying to stall out or anything. He just stalled out like two or three times. And, and then, J. B. Rogers, our first AD, wanted to uh, shoot me uh, for it. <laughs> Was uh, this in the original script, the Steadicam shot? Or no, this was no. an introduction to the scene. Um, we knew so we wanted a Steadicam introduction, and actually it was J.B. Rogers, the AD, who came up with the idea of following you, and we knew that it was a great idea. <laughs> Steadicam is, it looks like, you know, in Aliens, the uh, special guns that these guys have, which are kind of harnessed to their chests. That's actually, that was based on the idea of Steadicam. <clears throat> So there's one really strong guy with really good balance walking around with 80 pounds of uh, equipment on his back. So most of the most of the time when the camera moves, it's on like a track. But when you want to do a really complex move like this, uh, you have a Steadicam guy. And we, we wanted to not use a Steadicam too much because uh, we wanted to have the movie have a bit of a, a retro feel. Um, like... <laughs> I mean, basically, not not use too much like technology, basically, um, but a couple of three times we, we use the Steadicam a lot. A couple of three times. <laughs> All right, five or six times. She's around. Seems he's taking a liking. Chris Owen. He rules. The Shermanator. I almost broke. One thing about shooting a comedy is you can't laugh while things are going on. Like when somebody does something funny, or else you're gonna ruin the take. So you try to hold your laughter until the end of the take. Uh, we toyed around a lot with uh, trying to figure out how Jim was going to approach Nadia. Sort of went through a few versions, and uh, I have to say, I really enjoy the whole slow mo thing. Pretty cool.
Oh, cool. The music was perfect. This song is great. Oh, God. And when he when he stumbles over the, the table or whatever, I was I like that. Oh yeah, I had a big fight with Richie Crudo, our DP, about that. Yeah, I was like, we wanna he's he's supposed to be banging the table. Like, can we? How do we jiggle it? Like, can we just slap the camera? And Richie was like, that's ridiculous. That sucks. Like, it's so cheap. <laughs> Is that what you did? But this gets yeah. A, so we yeah, did. we slapped the camera. Now this gets a great laugh though when when yeah. Biggs bumps into the table. As Jason walks towards Nadia, there's a shot in which you'll see a C-stand, which is a piece of equipment which shouldn't be there, on the left side of frame. It'll be coming up soon. Really? Reporting out all our mistakes. mistakes. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Here it comes. Oh, See, now, now Dan Turret, our awesome cameraman's gonna commit harakiri when he there sees you. There you go. This movie sucks. Everybody's like, this movie's shitty. <laughs> 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 Cost me three thousand dollars. On the left there is Annika, the stand-in. Who, uh, what you do is when, when uh, instead of having major stars such as. <laughs> Such as all of all, all of all of us, uh, stand, stand to be lit. Um, you have a, a stand-in come in so you can light the shot previous to bringing them in, and then you sort of slap them around, sober them up, and bring them in to do their lines. Okay, look at the extra on the right. He's trying to steal this scene from Allison. The one with the glasses, Chris. Yeah. Wait, what's this? Oh, never mind. There you go. I don't think Allison Remember, has any problems. You're on crack. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's walking away, like, so? just, like wiggling his head. I remember that scene. It always bothered me that he took out the uh, never good at math line in this scene. Well, yeah, there was a line where Oz replies oh, to uh, relationships should be reciprocal by saying, I'm not good at math, but we thought it made him look too stupid. Yeah, it was one of those moments where it was a momentarily funny joke, but tonally we thought it it, uh, it went, it, yeah, it just made him look sort of dumb. Yeah, Chris did end up playing this part uh, smarter than I had it written, which which turned out to be very good. The boy does have a 4.0 average at TCU. Mr. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's 3.9 now. <laughs> um, this was the only night when we went overtime because uh, there was some mix-up with the crane that we got. Uh, that's not too exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, but it was exciting then. Let this me was also uh, the the day we hit the hundredth reel. When you hit your hundredth oh, yeah. reel of film, you you have champagne and do a little celebration. So we did. That girl is hot. Yeah, I was just going to say something about that. Changing, like yeah, my every time. This movie. I'm not sure that should go down in posterity a lot. She'd probably appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the, the uh, suck me beautiful line is uh, a piece of lore from my high school days. Supposedly, somebody actually said that. And somewhere in the country right now, my buddy is cringing. Did it work? No, we made fun. We still make fun of him for it. <laughs> The sound effect here was obviously added. <laughs> um, one thing we definitely didn't want to do with the film was have uh, any sort of stylistic stuff that uh, was like cartoony, like either like boing or, or you know, swish pans or any uh, any camera work or or even like uh, color in the set or or sound effects that were like underlining Stop jokes so that that zipper sound was sort of on the edge of uh but i guess it was it was realistically motivated let me know okay Stop, keep going keep going i should be able to talk to girls 
I'm articulate. Uh, we did this in a one shot. Like sometimes when uh, when you're running behind on time, instead of going for like this shot plus like two singles or something, you try to figure out if you could get it all in one shot to speed stuff up. They might not know what a single is. All right. Well, like single is a close up. <laughs> a close up. Or yeah, just just one character. <laughs> this was filmed with a clear cup and with a blue cup, and uh, an the consensus was uh, yeah, an opaque blue cup, and the consensus was in favor of clear cup. And what was that egg white? That yeah, was, it was egg, egg white, <clears throat> and that's uh, non-alcoholic beer because Sean never drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, Eden Regal. I went. This is Eddie. I, I went. I really went to high school with that girl. You really did. For real. She was great. She cracked me up. She's awesome. Got a keg too. Um, it was a total like virtuoso prop Indeed. show. Like there were so many things, like the uh, like the sausage or this beer thing, where we didn't quite know what they were gonna come up with, but then they would just. Uh, it was Chris Call and Chris Redmond um, would just show up with something appropriately either disgusting or outrageous. Um, and also we'll talk about them when we get to the uh, the Bible, quote unquote. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you would think that Sean was a real asshole based on how well he plays an asshole, but he's actually an okay guy. <laughs> Sean, was it like you got to pretend to be? <laughs> you got to be the asshole you never got to be in real life. That no, was fun, yeah. I mean, I think every guy has had a at a moment like this with a girl, so really, but I am a nice guy. <laughs> There's a lot of this in this scene where we improved like in rehearsal and stuff like that, and added a lot. At the very end, Sarah, I, I wouldn't go telling stories or anything about you. I promise. So just relax. Take it slow. This is your idea, right, Chris? Let the good times roll. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's my line. We just like winged that in rehearsal one time. We just thought it was funny, so we kept it. How did that taste, <laughs> Sean? The eggs. After uh, it was fine until I started thinking what actually was supposed to be in it and I think we did one take where I kind of actually did gag and I burped and <laughs> <laughs> hold back the throw up but I was worried that Sean would get salmonella from raw eggs <laughs> but not worried enough not to, worried uh, enough to stop it not enough well in retrospect we should have had more vomit on that dress really? yeah Kevin likes it he likes getting head gee what a total shocker what about you, Vicky? I mean, have you just never um, had one with Kevin? Tara and Natasha were already friends before shooting the film, and uh, it was sort of fun because I felt like they brought some of their sort of like relationship to uh, to the scenes where it was the two of them together. You tell me you never even had one manually. I've never tried it. Never was there any of the stuff that ended up way differently from what you thought it was going to be like, Adam? No. Uh, <laughs> if we hit something, I'll point it out. Hey, Stifler. <laughs> How's the pale ale? That vomit is oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, when he came in, he used to go, how's the man chowder? Yeah. But the MPA wouldn't let us put that in. <laughs> that was deservant of NC-17. I love those pictures. <laughs> this ended up how, better than I, I thought it was going to be. The MILF thing was originally yeah. sort of a throwaway and a setup. And This is John Cho. John Cho. hilarious. When I was writing this, uh, I had it written in the script, she is really hot, and they say she's hot, and my brother put a note in the script, she's a MILF, M-I-L-F, <laughs> Mom, I'd like to fuck, so. <laughs> Thanks God to my brother. If you know what I mean. She's hot. <laughs> Wasn't that girl like 30 or something? 
She is hot. She's though. 50, actually, uh, Eddie. She's a freak of nature to look so young. Um, upcoming is, for me, the most realistic moment in the movie, which is this guy on the right giving awesome... Uh, by the way, credit goes to Paul Peters. This is all a set. This isn't a house. This is this is built in a warehouse in North Hollywood. And then it segued into this part this was is an actual real. house. Yeah. So he tried to match up the two. Can I have a ride? Sure. Vicky, wait. Not for you. Uh oh. She's pissed. You're the only one who laughs at that I'll laugh at everything, I, man. I, I thought it might be funny. I don't know. What is a Yeti? I don't know. A bound little snowman. snowman. <laughs> figure they <laughs> smell bad. This scene used to last about 20 minutes <laughs> before we got to the editing room. <laughs> but now it works. That's 19 and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Good God, she's hot. Eddie, come on. Be quiet. Bye. Bye. I love this strut. I love the shot. They're just. They're all like looking. His hair looks kind of sexed up too. Doesn't Chris Owen do his own hair, I think? <laughs> I mean, how the hell did you do that? Yeah, I think you're right. No, he does. Time. Yeah, he does. Every job he, he does. Just my time. Best of luck to you boys. I cannot oh, believe Chris this. Owen rules. Oh, guys, you know, we should be happy for Sherman. No, we shouldn't be. You know, I put in months of quality time with Vicky. Sherman meets a chick for one night and scores. This is just wrong. Oh, shit. How the hell am I supposed to become this Mr. Sensitive man? You know, we're all going to go to college as virgins. You realize this, right? The uh, shirt that Biggs is wearing there, Tamaqua, is a uh, camp in Canada. This is Adam that I, I went to and our producer, Warren Zide, went to. And uh, one of the folks at Universal went to, so uh, that's how that T-shirt got there. Fascinating. This is Chris. Uh, actually, I was just reading a review in Singapore on the film which said that they, they didn't believe that there was any such thing as an American teenager who hadn't had sex, so the whole idea was ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Wow. Bastards. You gotta have someone there, right? Someone to spot you, someone to keep you motivated. Well, that's exactly what we can do for each other. I mean, we'll, we'll be there to keep each other on I would say the character that when a man's identified with most is Sherman, who lies about, about having sex. <laughs> Oh, uh, that kung fu shtick is something that Paul and I have done since we were little kids. Yeah, we wanted something to, uh, yeah, as we were basically, uh, the, the script was awesome, we thought, when we got it. And and for about a month or two. Oh, for about a month shot, or two, you thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> then we realized it sucked. No, for about a month or two, uh, we and Adam just like went through trying to sort of push everything as far as, as we could get it. And in this one, we thought it was really important to have something that would undercut the speech yeah. so that the audience couldn't be like, uh, you guys are trying to be too serious. Or... We will get laid! Yes! Begin act two. Chris hates this shot. Can't stand that shot. There's no reason it's in there. <laughs> it's, I thought it was a thematic sort of uh, 
thing. I thought it was funny. You yeah, well, tell it's, me. Like, it's, it's another thing to undercut that he, uh, you know, how, that he's given this rousing speech. It cuts to this idiotic sort of Alfred E. Newman thing. This may be a bit dubious, but you got to work with the shots you got. Tradition or something. With the Rose Bowl. So that gives us exactly three weeks to the day. When you guys were cutting it together, was there a lot of stuff you disagreed on? Or was it pretty much, I mean, like, as far as keeping, like, this shot here? And we agreed on everything, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the good thing about disagreeing is uh, you can only, only stuff that both of you like is going to sort of stay in, so it makes it easy to cut stuff. Eddie, sorry. sorry, wasn't this your idea with the golf clubs? That was actually my father's idea. When he first read the script, he said, Finch is someone who would play golf at school. That's really cool. And, That's excellent. Uh, my, uh, I think I, I told uh, the Whites his first day of rehearsal, and uh, I pictured it teeing off, and you guys gave me a putter. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> shout out to that. Now, look at this shot here. All those bricks are fake. That, 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 that school, they're like plastic. This is the wife of the line producer. It was uh, Louis Friedman. Yeah. We keep it in the family here. American <laughs> Pie. <laughs> Cheaper that way. Louis <laughs> just saving some dough. I don't think I ever sank a putt, though. <laughs> I think that's a good slogan. We make love happen. Someone should use that. Now, you never explained the joke, though, with Biggs getting all the condoms. Uh, there was a setup for this that, that we sort of lost. But people still laugh at it, though. Well, what funny. was it? It's hilarious. <laughs> Everybody's pool. There was originally a shot, oh, yeah, I think, at the beginning of the montage where they were pooling their money together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we took it out because it looked like they were betting on it. And we wanted to, I mean, right. we wanted to keep it uh, not too nasty or something. And it seemed like that's why we had, uh, when Thomas was giving the speech, him saying, you know, it's not a bed, it's more important than that. We didn't want to make them seem like complete scumbags. Like the Spur Posse. I like the picture of this coach. It's total Midwestern. Oh, yeah, you that know. was our driver. The, that was the, that was the head of Transpo or the uh, OB. <laughs> OB, yeah. OB Oberman. You mean an orgasm? You got it, stud. Well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've given her a... No, you have... Well, the slogan behind him says it's not how, how you win, whether you win or lose, but how you play the game. But underneath Obi's picture, it says something like, I can't stand a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it never came th through in the uh, shot. A lot of the shots were stuff that uh, Chris and I and the, the DP, Richie Crudo, and J.B. Rogers, like before, a few weeks before shooting the movie, we came up with all the shots that we thought we'd want. And, uh, and then some of those remain intact, and then some of them you, you run and gun at the, at the moment. And that first one where you see the choir and the camera's moving and it reveals Oz in the long shot was one that we thought of early on. It works really well. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny because it gets a laugh. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, when you're when you're directing a film for the first time, it's like you theoretically think that maybe the shots you're coming up with are going to cut together and make sense, but uh, you never quite know until uh, the editor puts together a first assembly. Remember when Klein was running up those steps and uh, <laughs> yeah. fell fell flat on his face? <laughs> so and then he tried to keep his. Uh, he tried to his... get right up and keep going. We were laughing too hard. You're expecting to score with some. Goody goody choir girl Pris? These chicks don't know me. When you uh, 
When the studio sees the movie for the first time, um, they uh, they see these dailies, right? So any one of these shots will be going on for like five minutes, and like little things that you would never notice in say this shot are so apparent in when when they're looking at the dailies. Like if somebody's fiddling with a a pen or something, it might look like that fiddling with the pen is going to overwhelm the whole scene. But then when you cut it together, you've only got like a second of of that shot, so it works okay. Oh, Jim, you're here. <laughs> Eugene. Uh, I was just uh, walking by your... Uh, your <laughs> How much of this did he improv? Or was this a lot of this in the script? Well, we were all with him. When we, we, uh, we worked on the character with him. Like, the, the, the scenes were already there, and then some of the stuff remained from the original draft that Adam did, and then some Eugene brought. And he's an awesome writer, and Chris and I had seen him on SCTV uh, as kids, and we were, like, totally overawed by him. Um, Here's Perfect Ten, one of our sponsors. Along with Durex, <laughs> Mountain Dew, and, Mountain the, Dew. and the condom company, you right? can have a hell of a time Durex, with Perfect yeah. Ten, Durex, and Mountain Dew. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is so funny. The uh, what did what was his? I love uh, where he says it looks like a tropical plant. That was all yeah. Eugene. That was yeah, just outstanding. yeah. The trick with Eugene was he would come up with so many great things was to try to remember. Uh, remember stuff that he'd done and make sure that you got it in a shot that you were going to um, use and cut together. Kind of looking right into your eyes, Shang. Hey, big boy. Look at those eyebrows. <laughs> My God, the caterpillars, we call them. <laughs> Shave is a magazine I'm not too familiar with. I'm about to with, break again, here. Uh, I can see it. So you guys were actually staring at these... Centerfolds, I imagine. Well, yeah, they were just random pages. I think this page that I opened up was the group orgy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> uh, I love it. The cover, Are you ready to laugh there? The headline yeah, on, I'm about to break, totally. The headline on the cover is Temple of the Shaving Virgins. <laughs> I, I always wish we could have gotten a tighter shot of that headline. <laughs> This is great. You know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, one thing that we really liked that Eugene was up for uh, was to try to, under all the comedy, to make it uh, a human relationship. And I see how much he cares for the guy, because it definitely would have been a way to play this part just as an idiot or just as a jerk and not get any feeling that he cared for his son. Safer than a tube sock. <laughs> okay, that uh, that was good. Yeah. Was kind of on the back pocket there. Man, we were a little bit nervous. Uh, that <laughs> very cheap laughs, but <laughs> yeah, but it always yeah, gets a, it always gets a laugh. Um, oh, this day Jason was supposed to be in this scene, but he went missing. Jason, <laughs> tell him why. Yeah, I um. Well, I was feeling a little bit under the weather uh, this day of filming before I left my house, uh, so I thought uh, I would take some zinc. Um, so as to help me feel a little bit better. Um, and I thought just like vitamin C, you could take a whole lot of them. Well, apparently I took a little too much, so I found myself stopping four times on the freeway down to set um, to, uh, well, to let go of my, you know. And uh, by the time I got to set, I was basically keeled over in my trailer. The medic had to come in, call poison control, <laughs> and I was shot out of the scene. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Biggs was crying, just like, man, I'm so sorry. I let you down. We went, I, went into, I went into the trailer, and Jason was there, and he looked great. And he I've was like, never I, I can do it, man. So... I, I can do the scene. I could have <laughs> so done it. Gonna, I could have done it. scene when inexplicably Jim was sitting there looking like he was going to die. <laughs> man, you looked bad that day, Jason. Essentially, essentially Jim and, and Thomas would have shared sort of all of Thomas's lines here. But Thomas carries the scene. Soldiers on. 
So, I, I was thinking maybe, you know, you could give me some advice. Brother to brother. Oh, so wow. he's not really saying those lines along with that shot. We had to well, compact yeah. this scene. So uh, we put some uh, we put some words from another scene into his mouth there. What? How do you do that? Yeah, originally, you know, there were two other scenes with uh, with Casey Affleck here. Yeah, what happened? Well, what happened was that was part of the rock block of 20 minutes of introducing <laughs> the characters, which was compacted to four and a half minutes, where the audience was like, what's this movie about? What the heck's going on? The, the guy that you'll see to Casey's left is trained in jungle warfare, amongst other things. That's listed on his uh, resume. So he definitely didn't oh, want to cut him out of the picture. <laughs> He's gone. He spoke that some guys brought back from Amsterdam. And each year it got passed on to one East student who was worthy. Is this a uh, he used thing? to have a line here. Sorry. This is uh, something that uh, co-producer Chris Bender um, sort of suggested when he was back in high school. Apparently, he and his buddies had a had a book that that somebody had bought, you know, a joy of sex type thing that they passed around, and so we sort of um, expanded on that idea. This book was made by the um, the prop master uh, Chris Call and Chris Redman, and every single page had something insane <laughs> and uh, and sexual on it. It's a total masterpiece. This is really Klein singing. Yeah. It's all these people singing, actually. You know, there's a lot of hot extras in this movie. <laughs> I remember the first day we were all like, we didn't even care about the movie. We were like, God, this is a great business. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot That's of hot girls. Shoot. I'm really glad I said that. <laughs> yeah. Your class all the way, Sean. <laughs> Well, the That's truth my about, commentary in the movie. <laughs> the, the, the ugly truth about Sean Scott is, is he's the guy on set who goes, Dude, will you introduce me to that extra over there? <laughs> it's like, you are the star. Yeah. All right, people, good work. Now, don't forget, the state competition's a couple of weeks away, so keep I remember we, honest, we used to have this, okay? like, hypothesis. What if Sean Scott fought Chris Klein, who would win? It's like the Hulk and the Thing or something. <laughs> That'd be a great fight. That would be good. <laughs> I'd love to see that fight. There was a little rumble with you guys out there. Uh, Chris the also. Party. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris beat up uh, Hal, the, uh, <laughs> the second idea. Oh, yeah. Not really for you listeners. Everyone's going to think. That's a lot of trophies. Okay. Well, this was an actual, uh, the auditorium that w this was shot in at uh, this Long Beach High School, their vocal jazz group is actually like one of the best in the country. I mean, those are all real, actual trophies from that high school on the wall. It, it wasn't made up. Unlike the jazz group <laughs> that we had. No, it, was, it was great. And, and actually, yeah, one, one thing we don't try to push in the movie is that the jazz group wins the competition. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> they sound okay, just about. But, you know, to me, I think that's what makes this yeah, such a real movie is it's not, you know, they're just these just kids. Yeah. Young adults. <laughs> In trouble. So, like, what else do you do? Well, the same things you do. Like, hang out with friends and stuff. Why, what do you think I do? Oh, I, I just realized that I don't know anything about you. I was interested. Oh. Well, what do you want to know? I, you know, stuff about you. His character's pretty smooth, too. <laughs> <laughs> and here we have it. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Okay. <clears throat> Number of pies used, five out of eight. Your is spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Your is spelled oh, yeah. incorrectly. We decided not to go back for a reshoot. <laughs> 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 
Uh, a lot of people ask me where 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 I got this idea. Um, it was it was not. I didn't do anything like this. I actually didn't have any friends at Fucked Pies. Um, it was it was really just writing Oz's line where where I wanted him to have this sort of strange, somewhat naive metaphor. And uh, as soon as he said, "Feels like warm apple pie," and and knowing the characters it was just obvious what, what Jim was going to do sooner or later now this, people give Jason credit for this sequence of thoughts running through his head but, but actually you, I you coached him through it Abby, weren't you? Yeah. you were like off on the side we shot at MOS and you were off there were telling you me I was like you're thinking about it you think it's funny <laughs> yep. you're reconsidering didn't I talk about how JB oh, just yeah. came over and just like <laughs> yeah. pulled down things <laughs> Chris and I, it was one of those scenes where uh, we weren't quite exactly sure how we were going to shoot it or how explicitly uh, before we shot it. So and we, then we uh, kind of wussed out. <laughs> we were in the back with the monitor. Like, we are like, okay, Jason, you're going to be standing up humping the pie here. And then we just <laughs> walked off. And it was uh, it was up to JV to uh, to come over and yank down his pants further <laughs> and go start humping. Classic JV. I love No that. business. Know your enemy there. That's just a great team. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, every page, any random page that Thomas turned to would have had something cool. And actually, and this were, had to be recut. Yeah, we recut it for the MPIA um, for less raunchy stuff. And I've learned so much from this book. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you have it? Who has the book? <laughs> we have it. Now, why, why is this lacrosse, Adam? A uh, couple of reasons. Uh, I love the sport. It's cool. It's really risen in popularity in the past ten years. Number two, it's, it's the huge. spring. It's the spring, and I wanted this semi sort of jock guy. And well, this is the this is the really rough sport you can play in the spring. Right, good game. It took two days to shot to shoot the uh, lacrosse stuff in the film. We had sort of a dune buggy going across the lacrosse field, etc. With a camera on it. With, With a, a camera, camera on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we decided yeah, to cut the dune buggy. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. We thought there were dune buggies in lacrosse. <laughs> but that was a beach movie Aww. that we'd seen a while ago. We just got it mixed up. <laughs> okay. um, it was incredibly bright this day, too. And above the two, above Chris and Mina, is a huge canopy to block the sun. But you can still see Mina <laughs> annoyed at the sun. I think, uh, <laughs> I love that. I think that some of these shots here, way in the background, are the few where you might be able to spot a palm tree or two. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was a constant battle between Richie, shots. our DP, and, and the art director was whether you'd be whether the, this, the palm trees would be in focus or not. Oh, and Chris, you wanted that goal behind them, right? Yeah, that was my big contribution to the film. <laughs> the first shot, they're framed against the goal. What? <laughs> Whatever. Look, uh, don't forget, my cottage after prom on Lake Michigan. <laughs> hey, wait up, you pussies. Where you they got that wait up, you pussies line afterwards. <laughs> Chris is very method, so uh, he had to run around for like five minutes before every take. Yeah. That was fun waiting. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> this next little bit We're here. Just like is, ragging uh, on all the actors yeah. who aren't here. It's really funny. <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, Dance Look at Amina did that. It was, it was oh. called uh, Spank Me and Fuck Me Like a Whore Dance. <laughs> and uh, it was in the script. It's actually Chris White's uh, little baby. He's been working on it since he's like six. Yeah, we had, <laughs> when we handed the script into the studio with that, Adam Adam just put it in. Like Chris, and Adam said in the script, see Chris White's for details. Uh, and and uh, Allison Brecker, the studio, was like, what the hell is this? 
He was I, teaching me like Obi Wan and, and Luke yeah. right before we did the scene. I actually had to demonstrate it to the studio. <laughs> and what was the quote? Did you, you really? guys your direction for Sean? It was more Oh more humping less. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> less what? More naughty. <laughs> more like more humping, less spanking or something <laughs> great like that. There's one of the only uh, slightly self-conscious transitions between scenes is the match cut between the last scene and this one, where they're faced in the same exact position in the frame. Well, this is really raunchy, actually. I still can't believe we got away with it. Come on down for supper. Holy shit! <laughs> You know there's no lock on your door? Mm -hmm. This is Chris humming. Chris fights again. <laughs> <laughs> Any extra parts or special effects? <laughs> Chris. I'm coming! I'm coming! <laughs> oh, Jim! Dad? Hi, I was just uh, looking. I love this photo. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys took the photo on the same day you did the pie humping, <clears throat> actually. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's in in Paul's collection now. That photo should go to the Smithsonian. Definitely. <laughs> or the Museum of Sex in Amsterdam. <laughs> Masturbating when I was a little young. I love how he hits that there. Masturbating. A little bit of um. Masturbating. <laughs> the caterpillars are working overtime on this one. Um. The uh. The end of uh. The end of the scene currently is him saying, "You do want a partner," and previously that used to be sort of in the middle of the scene, and it used to, and it, it seemed like that was, in order to give the dad, uh, sort of a goal during the scene. It was like he's trying to get around to seeing if his son's just going to be masturbating for the rest of his life, or if he actually wants to uh, have sex with somebody eventually. So we put it at the end of the scene. Are Eugene's <laughs> eyebrows all real? They are real, yeah. Oh. Not surgically altered. Good. <laughs> so, once Hal becomes king, he has to take on the responsibilities of leadership and turn his back on his old drunken friend, Falstaff. Clyde. Um, yeah, this is Clyde Kosatsu, who uh, we were lucky uh, to get to do this part because he was pals with Joseph Middleton, the awesome uh, casting director. So does your tongue cramp up? Nah, nah. You get kind of dizzy, though. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. She's probably gonna want to do it soon. There's Allison. You get the idea. She might be popping up again later. I remember Adam was really uh, was a bunch of times. The the thought came up about whether to include Allison Hannigan's character Michelle earlier in the film, and Adam thought it was cool. And I definitely agree that uh, that she sort of like just pops up in the middle of the thing and takes on a huge a huge role in the film. What reputation? Observe. Excuse me. Do you know who Paul Finch is? Yeah, he's the guy with the tattoo, right? You know, the eagle and the blazing fire and all that stuff. Well, um, if you guys see him later... Mm, we're all just <laughs> silent. <laughs> it goes right back to what I said. Sean just wants to say, she's hot. <laughs> I admired him for his restraint. Didn't all those girls have really cool to. character names? Like... Well, Court, girl that really says, wants Finch. Yeah, that's right. Was, Holding uh, on for Finch. That her. What was her name? Random cute girl. Random cute girl. But she says she says her name is Courtney, and we called her Courtney because 
That's uh, the name of uh, Chris and Paul's uh, assistant. Yeah, Courtney Lee. And also producer Craig Perry's uh, fiance. True. A lot of thought process goes behind giving people names in this yeah. movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> Courtney Lee is not Craig Perry's fiance, though. No. <laughs> Perhaps um, I could come by your house afterwards. I could change clothes at your place. Uh, uh, yeah. If, if I suppose that would be okay. Sure. <laughs> Look at that. Authentic Michigan plates on those cars. Oh, yeah, that was a shot that we didn't get on the day that morning, that car shot. And uh, we needed, it turned out, our, our, our editor is Priscilla Ned Friendly, who cut uh, Pretty Woman and Dead Poet Society, so she knew what she was doing. And uh, it, it would have looked awkward to cut from Oz dancing around to Oz sitting there at the thing. Like, it would have been a weird sort of uh, jump. Um, so in order to, to cut the two shots in two, we need to go back and, and get that shot of the car pulling up. I saw you making fun of me with your lacrosse buddy. She didn't roll up her window. <laughs> it's Michigan, man. Yeah, we just leave our keys in the car. <laughs> leave it idling, right? Pretty much, yeah. With a note saying, please return to this spot after using. Now, this was funny, though. Didn't Sean... Okay, notice the continuity lapse with Chris Klein in a different shirt than he was in before, and then the next scene he'll be back in the original shirt. Ooh. I didn't know Oh, that. really? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. That's messed up, man. This How scene was one of the... ruined the movie for me. Sorry, was that, was that <laughs> This scene was one of the ones that, that got trimmed a little for... for uh, the librarian comes the librarian. by. That's what I was going to yeah. say, yeah. And Sean oh says... God, Fuck the librarian. <laughs> do it, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the librarian. Oh, I can't do it. How many times... There's so many scenes that that Jason and I would look at each other when it was other person's close-up. We always want to laugh. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He, this is one of them. I mean, that'd be my close-up. I could see, like, a little smile. It's <laughs> really professional as you got. Yeah. yeah. Real giving. Real giving. Now, this is a sign that we had to go and get later, too. That that shot of uh, the close-up was shot on a totally different day. We forgot to get it or something. Yep. Doesn't it look like Chris is wearing lipstick in this scene? <laughs> He's not, though. We, 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 to, we thought about a reshoot, yeah. We, we went to makeup, and apparently he just has these girlishly red lips. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> you didn't show up for the session. <laughs> he is going to be angry. He's Calvin Klein. <laughs> All right, and this, this line here, we're... Um, there. Where, who, whose idea was that? I think it was me. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want anyone like dead space on the screen and it was fun to think that like while Oz was having his whole story of trying to seduce Heather this guy was having a whole story about how this fucker came in at the last second <laughs> to choir and was like stealing the best parts of the song and stuff that's his movie classic uh, scene this is my fave it's funny oh, when, God. when I was first writing the script uh, I knew that this was going to be sort of the big centerpiece of, of the film and it, it's 12 or 13 pages in, in the script which is like a complete no-no when you're writing you want your scenes to be like two or four pages and we were like god <laughs> yeah. is this gonna work it was more than that i think it was like 15 <laughs> and usually it means like yeah page a minute but yeah we were like that too <laughs> we were like man this better be pretty damn funny or else the middle of the movie is gonna have people like going to take a pee yeah but <laughs> maybe not coming back the plot is not moving forward much in these next 10 minutes but uh it's funny enough to justify it. Uh, I don't know why I didn't drink right there. I'm always drinking. Because <laughs> you're not a beer drinker. Here's Eli Marienthal. Shut up! Uh, you need to, uh, you, you need to change, right? 
do you mind? No, no, no not at all. Um, please, uh, you know, just go ahead and, and get on, get changed. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll go downstairs and I'll start studying up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, there he goes. Was a lot of that improv, like their this? I in, think inserts all with, the stuff. Yeah, yeah it was funny, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> She's going downstairs. <laughs> yeah, there were some uh, some great ad-libs. Biggs, here's your run. I remember Biggs, you him. got, yeah. I got a... Uh, oh, no, uh, yeah. no, that wasn't the one where you passed out. That wasn't Later. the one where I got heat stroke. Biggs no. started hyperventilating here and got heat stroke. What, did we stop production for about a half hour while I went and sat with ice packs on my back in the air-conditioned van with the medic? Well, yeah. we were in the middle yeah. of the valley. It was like 100 and some degrees. It was, though, and I was wearing a polyester shirt and pants. Did I miss anything? No. But you looked good. And I'm a prima donna too, so. <laughs> That's right. Oh, the show. We had to watch this about 40 times that day. Yeah, you'd think that shooting well, a, a shame, scene like geez. this, you'd, <laughs> yeah. you'd think that shooting a scene like this would be sort of fun and titillating, but actually, it's just like pure work. It's like well, carpentry was one time... in the hot sun. I mean, I'm talking about this part, oh. where it's like, you know, you're sitting there with only like a minimal crew and stuff, and you're trying to get these shots, and they're lasting fairly long. It was incredibly hot, and there was like a sauna. There was one time when we were shooting the reactions that Chris White's actually sat right in front of me, and and we had to pretend that Chris White's beautiful face was. Was he taking his shirt off? <laughs> no, he, he was feeding us lines, and we had oh, to yeah, pretend yeah. That, that his beautiful face was Shannon Elizabeth's I, uh, luscious breasts. I thought I was pretty sexy. She's you were. You were. Why, why is she touching my stuff? Man, let her touch. She's going through my stuff. Nadia man. can touch anything she wants. Oh, watch that. Well, see that Vaseline there. Nice continuity error disappears. Wow. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, nice collection there, Jim. She's going to leave. She's definitely going to. Isn't it? There's this like thing in Premiere where complete obsessive compulsives send in lists of that kind of continuity error. As though they've, you know, like triumphantly found out oh, something yeah. that the filmmakers tried to get away with. <laughs> that, that was the secret of American Pie disappearing Vaseline. This was something that uh, was sort of a delicate thing to get around, I think, as far as the rating went. Oh, yeah. Well, we had to chop it and chop it. Um, which was fine, actually. You can imagine a lot more looking at the guys' faces than... Uh, I have an announcement that I would like to make. Yeah, we were watching some pretty juicy uh, footage. Nice choice of words. Thank you, Nadia. You know, if if you ever had a chance with Nadia, this is it. What am I supposed to do, Kev? Seducer. What the hell would I say? Go over there and ask her if she needs an extra hand. That's stupid, Kev. I can't... That's not stupid. You're stupid if you don't go. Come on. This is my favorite line by Eddie. Man, she's prime. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was all. That was all ad lib. Yeah, right? it was Wasn't great. It? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Most a lot of the scene was just came out of uh, you guys. Yeah, it was the day all the executives great. were there too. They were getting oh really? Yeah. I wonder what this the is where you passed that. Right? Okay, now watch when this Biggs when Biggs jumps over the bush. My mom is in the shot in the background. There she is. She's Hersey. I wish we were sure that Biggs was going to break his arm. And that thing, was, it's like Biggs had OD'd on zinc. He'd passed out from heat frustration. We were having him completely untrained in stunts jump over like a four-foot hedge. We were like, all right, man, what do we do when he breaks his hand? Hello? It looks like Jim addressed the email wrong. What? 
It went out to every mailbox in the East High Directory. God, how juvenile. Blink-182? This is Blink-182 and a monkey. The monkey called Crystal, who also starred in Dr. Doolittle. I remember when we first started rehearsing, the White Sisters just said, we got to put a monkey in somewhere. And yeah, Chris, you want to explain the, right? the, the my, monkey theory? My theory is that if you have a good movie, no, if you have any movie and you put a monkey in, it's twice as good as it would have been without a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> We had to really fight over the monkey, too. So we had Adam. We were like, Adam, right in that the band has a monkey. And Adam was like, thought we were kidding. It's the first time he didn't do it. And we were like, where's the monkey? So in the next draft, he did it. And the producers were like, you, you can't put a monkey in there. What are you doing? <laughs> and so we had to fight over it. And finally, they gave us our monkey. And then on the last day of shooting, the monkey came, and it was pure money. Yeah. That monkey has quite a lot of experience, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's yeah, a it's big qualified monkey. Actor. monkey. Dude, that was the last. He's an A-list monkey. The last day was the monkey yeah. in the band. We got good value out of that monkey. I think it taught all of us a lot about acting and about being a professional. <laughs> you, you mean like strip? Strip? For me. What Dude, you did not have any music when you filmed this, did you? Or you had like a There beat? was a beatbox just going boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh my God, that's I awesome. remember when we were rehearsing, we were like, Jason, you want to show us what dance you're going to do? And you're like, nah, nah, I'll just do it. And we figured, well, you know, if he sucks, we're not going to be able to teach him how to dance, so we'll just, you know, he'll, he'll do it. <laughs> it was awesome. It's perfect. My favorite is when he falls down, taking his pants off, and he flips it over his back. Go trick, boy. Starts to get the rhythm again. Monkey's better than you, though, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Solid gold, Jason. Solid gold. <laughs> American bandstand. And the ladies go what? Oh, no. <laughs> Look at the, the dude on the left from Blink-182. <laughs> I just told him to do whatever the other guys are doing, do something different. <laughs> he definitely did something different, but I don't know what it was. Okay. <laughs> this is disgusting. So, so Sean, you didn't know that you were going to wipe him out here, right? Well, we just, like, it was actually producer Craig Perry and, uh, and Chris's idea. Oh, <laughs> we were like, oh cool. Let's see if uh, get the brother to do the same dance, and we just did it. Everybody was all scared because he made such a loud crash. He was, he was That's the actual it. crash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went down pretty <laughs> so hard. Fun. He liked it, though. <laughs> That's great. And this, when, when, Chris, oh, yeah. and, when Chris and Paul f first sort of... Uh, got the script and, and we met and talked about uh, what we wanted to do with it. Uh, one of the first things they suggested was was Biggs doing this this dance. I didn't have it in there originally. Yeah, her making him strip and doing her the making dance and him stuff. strip and doing the dance, which really um, sort of turns the whole thing around and makes the whole scene okay that we've just watched this girl strip because now uh, Jim gets his just desserts. That guy you said freak. He came in and he was a uh, he was an extra with no lines. And I guess you have to, you have to pay extra if you're gonna have somebody say lines. So uh, just on the day, I just I was just like, hey man, why don't you say like freak and this and that, and uh, just forgetting that of course he'd, they'd have to pay for it, which on a normal movie nobody would care about. But in this one, uh, Lewis, our, our UPM, was wigging out about it because we were trying to keep it pretty low budge. I think we might have gotten him in a sag or something. Oh, this is one of the one of the only times also that we did sort of a little editing or uh, trick thing where we would speed up those cuts to simulate orgasm. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> what happened? What did he do? He's smiling. He's ready to crack up. He's great, though. He's he is. Going now. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not done. Nadia, have uh, I've got reserves. Uh, Nadia, please, please. I, 
begging you. Well, I do like your... There's uh, this scene actually went on for a little while. Uh, we don't we don't see it, but uh, Jim starts begging her. I've got reserve reserves after he blows it for the second mm. time, and she just leaves. And I think uh, I think you guys cut it. Stop me if I'm wrong, just because uh, we didn't yeah. need it. Well, you had him blown his wide five times, but he just felt like <laughs> was a little bit much. <laughs> no, I like getting. No, I mean actually the thing is with such a long sequence, it's like right. if you linger a little too long, you're definitely screwed. It's interesting to note that Shannon's boyfriend was on the set during this day of shooting. We thought he was going <laughs> to maybe take out a baseball us. bat. Is the monkey wearing tidy whiteies? What's that white thing on? That's so oh. the monkey doesn't poop on the man. <laughs> Apparently, this this our, species of monkey. Uh, oh, here's wait. our graduate homage. One of two. I like that. Shit. Holy shit! <laughs> holy shit! And the monkey is mouthing holy yeah, shit. Yeah, he too. is. That's genius. It's a good monkey. It's a good movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. How was it filming that scene, Big Z? What do you scene. think, man? <laughs> good. <laughs> I was wearing briefs under my boxers just in case. <laughs> There's another steady cam shot going in both directions. Luckily, this woman on the right came out and danced in front of the in front of Jim, or else that would have been a way more boring shot. And again, the front of the school there they built that that's not real. It's cool. Mina, what a sweetie. This took us like a day to shoot. <laughs> well, there was originally more. I think he got angry and whipped his oh, yeah. crossball around. And yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it, originally he got frustrated and started whipping the lacrosse ball around, but it looked like he was a psycho killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This was uh, like our first day of filming too. Yeah. This scene right here. And you cut out the janitor who was also laughing uh, at Biggs. Jim. Sponsors here saw the thing on the net. I, I really don't think they liked it. Uh, how do you know that? She's already on a plane back home. Yeah. You know, guys. So all this, all the the lockers and everything were painted. Like the school didn't actually look like this. Like, like I was born without that part of the brain. I mean, I can't talk to girls, and when I do talk to them, I screw it up. Yeah, well, come prom, those excuses aren't going to do you any good. And one time at band camp, we weren't supposed to have pillow fights, but we had a pillow. This fight came from uh, when I was in high school in, in Michigan. There is uh, Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. Uh, there in Interlochen, which are really apparently great places to go and study whatever people study there. And so every fall, kids would come back with uh, stories about band camp, and uh, they were just so incredibly annoying. I'm, I'm glad I finally got to uh, put them to use. You're envious, man. You wanted to go to band camp. Hmm, no. You have no idea why I'm angry? So the camera's like pretty much moving side to side in this until they start to bullshit each other, at which point it starts to move in towards them. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Or at least that was the idea as I remembered it. What's your name? Michelle. Okay, Michelle. Um, do you want to be my date for the prom? Really? You seriously want to go with me? Yes, seriously. Are we going to Steve Stifler's party afterwards? Because that would be so cool. Sure. 
It's amazing how you make a very pretty girl like Allison look dorky. I mean, she looks pretty there, but she doesn't look like a dork at all in real life. Okay, this location, the, the sub shop, really sucked because there's a lot of reflective surfaces, huge windows, and what that means is you have to spend all your time trying to hide the camera, which takes a lot of time. And uh, we only had about four hours to shoot this scene, and the production designer designed all this amazing stuff, which is right behind where the camera is right now, and which you never get to see. Because uh, we didn't have time to turn the camera around and show the rest of the, uh, of the uh, restaurant. Um, and we only had four hours because we got to the location and, and uh, they, uh, the, the deal with the cops was that we had to get out of there by 1.30 at night. So uh, so at the last second, we sort of like, oh, man, we have to get everything really quickly. So you're going to Michigan next year? Yeah. So they can't, the production designer, Paul Peters, was pulling his hair out that we were shooting in this direction. But it's okay, because it was supposed to be sort of a claustrophobic, like, crappy place that he was working in. Those hands belonged to the producer, Craig Perry. We, uh, we, we shot that later. When we, we, at first, we tried Hal Olufsen's hands. Hal, Hal's the second AD. But uh, his hands look really stubby and grimy, <laughs> so they, they didn't work. They looked like maybe Chris was going to be cited for health uh, <laughs> health violations. Mina baked brownies this night. She brought in a big plate of brownies for the crew. They actually weren't very good brownies. <laughs> no, they were great, Mina. It was really sweet of Mina to do that. Be a professional lacrosse player? I mean, I really have no idea. Thank God. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> well, you're not. Oh, yeah. So uh, it was obviously a big uh, hassle to have this sandwich prepared on, at the exact point, like going down the line. Um, that's something that you always forget when you're shooting something, is that uh, if you have somebody, like, making a sandwich or doing something like that, or drinking a beer, it's going to be a hassle. Yeah, because next time you shoot, it's going to have to be exactly the same as it was at that particular point in the scene. This is a WPA mural uh, uh, in the actual school that we used, which is very beautiful, except that there's a surfer in the back left-hand corner, which doesn't work in Michigan. I remember when, when, the, uh, when the studio saw the dailies about that first shot where it slides over, they were like, that was a really sophisticated shot. Do you think you can do some more stuff like that? And we were like, it was sophisticated? Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll try. What do you mean, no comment? Did you two hook up or something? What are you kidding me? No. Well, then how did all this get started? You know, Finch is one uh, character that, that really changed from, from the time I sort of wrote and sold the script and and then through the through the process of, of working with uh, uh, Chris and Paul, and then Eddie came in and, and really just nailed it. Um, he was something that just sort of uh, was great. Yeah, one one great thing about um, about actually Universal uh, in terms of casting the movie was, uh, I mean, usually they sort of come to you with a platter of people who they want to be in your film because they think that it's gonna, you know, that if they have X TV star, it's gonna make it make more kids show up or make make more people show up but with this it was like we just auditioned like tons of people and whoever was best like they pretty much just agree and be like okay hire him and that was we went to new york and got eddie there there's a beefcake shot for the ladies <laughs> you know what i noticed sean says yeah sean goes so this girl right she calls me up asks me for my number yeah <laughs> sean is a thinking man's hey, actor. i'm all about improv <laughs> Sorry, Sean. I don't know what I was saying. Our last game. Well, Central almost beat us last time, so this time I really want to kick their ass. 
but it's gonna be cool. See, now his hair is really messed up. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. We were talking about the uh, how his, uh, through most of the movie, there's one perfect strand of hair going across Chris Klein's forehead. And that's because early on, we talked to Vani and Shari, the, uh, who were doing the hair, and said, well, we don't want Oz to be too put together. He's the kind of guy who might have, you know, like a little strand of hair falling across his forehead. So then, like, two-thirds of the way through the movie, we realized that, like, he always had, like, one little strand of hair, like, in the same spot on his forehead. And it was like a... I'll date myself. A Dondi cartoon. <laughs> nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna know what the heck that is. But, uh, but uh, so then after the after we realized that we'd done this, um, we we did whatever we could with his hair. Aside from that, you seen shipwreck lately? Why? What did you do to him? <laughs> Me? Nothing. See, I'm the one whose ass he kicked. But uh, I'll tell you one thing though. I don't think he's Coming up on uh, the old shit scene here. All the uh, all the other characters uh, we get to see having sex, and we get to watch Eddie take a shit. <laughs> um, so I think the one thing that we tried to do with with the uh, the shit scene. This was scene, my first shot of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see a little you can see a little mic uh, mic wire there, actually. Yeah. Um, this girl didn't know Eddie was gonna whack her. Um, Oh, we had a big running argument with Adam about whether you should see that there's a girl sign on the door there. And Adam said, no, you shouldn't see it. And we were like, oh, you should see it. So it, so it creates the suspense. But Adam was right, so he won the argument. Eddie, your faces in this are genius. So one thing that we wanted to make sure was that uh, we built in the whole thing about uh, with Adam about uh, Finch not wanting to, to you know, that he's got this obsession about not using the bathroom. Um, so it's hopefully adding some Suspense. <laughs> character. Really, or won't he? No, character stuff, too. It's not just that he has to Those were take a shit really badly. Boxers, that, uh, too. I mean, this isn't, this isn't your ordinary shit gag. No, it's not. You know, he's he hates bathrooms, and it's the girls' bathroom. Really, yeah. Uh, some sophisticated with girls who want to go to prom with, with him. With girls? Yes. Genius. There's a lot of stuff going on in this shit gag. And this is, an, <laughs> and this is a set, actually. This bathroom was a tens of thousands of dollars yeah, set. Was, uh, it was like a $20,000 set, and we weren't sure we could afford it. The toilet was tipping over sometimes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because it wasn't hooked up to any pipes or anything. But in terms of like what we wanted to do with the camera and being able to move the camera around and stuff, like that, you couldn't shoot that in a regular toilet because the, the camera is where the wall would be. That bathroom's a lot nicer than Long Beach. <laughs> Those are not real sound effects, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It was incredible. I'd never seen anyone go for that long. <laughs> and I was wearing a G-string. Very excited. So how, did, how did the French audiences at the Deauville Film Festival like you know this what? scene, Paul? They didn't like rock on this too much. They, they were more into all the sexual humor. Like anything sexual, they were totally, they were totally there. Mm -hmm. There's one girl in this next shot who's on the right there, the one who asked about Finch's size, who's really disappointed while everybody else is laughing at him. I think we've come a really long way since homecoming. This is an insert shot, which means that you go with the second camera and pick up all sorts of random stuff in a room in case you need it in editing to uh, to be able to shorten stuff or to have a, some punctuation or something. I love you. It's your turn. Remember, this is a scene that we had a lot of difficulty with, trying to figure out how Vicky can react realistically to, to Kevin essentially thinking she's asking him to have sex. Look, I, I just thought it was about sex this time. Well, I remember that when we first saw that, when we first cut together the, the scene, it was a lot. Was I think it was a fair amount longer. And it was like, 
it was it's, it was a really hard balance uh, to try to make sure that the serious scenes didn't get people <laughs> get people angry or, or not get people angry, but to combine the comedy with with uh, the more sort of just character scenes. This is hilarious. Come on, Heather, work with me here. <laughs> That's Eric Lively. He's very funny. Man, I gotta say, uh, the assistant coach, Marcus, oh, yeah. funny. Yeah. I remember when we were doing that scene, and he just, I don't know where it would add, add a line or something. It was just hilarious. It worked really well. Culmination. Culmination. <laughs> Let's go, Paul! <laughs> were you guys really playing lacrosse there? Or? No, it's like all the, I call all the, the difficult parts, like we'd sub in a real oh, lacrosse yeah. flair. Yeah. The funny thing is, is Chris and I practiced for like a month because neither of us had a clue about how to play. And then yeah. we start filming the scenes two months later, so we had no idea what we're doing. <laughs> so basically, we just watched the other guys do all the work. <laughs> that goalie's not too good. This is when I come in and do something. That's <laughs> right after scoring. <laughs> yeah! Oh, gosh, uh, this is great. Larry Preston, who plays the coach, is our godfather. Really? He really is. He actually cool. is. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So this is also just the theory of, like, there have to be, like, wall-to-wall -wall jokes, and if there's a character in front of the screen, he has to be doing something, too. So that's why the assistant coach is, like, doing stuff, too. But this is actually a dr pretty dramatic sequence. I mean, you know, from the very moment I wrote it, it was like, is this going to work? This is sort of a departure uh, yeah, I mean, and I think that that I mean, in a comedy, you really have to you have to try to have your kick and eat it too. Like without some jokes to undercut a dramatic sequence, the audience yeah. like sort of turns off. It was culmination. We were working on the theory that there's always this uh, coach at school who uses long words in order to try to prove that he's not an idiot. So you guys worked on it with him. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we just had him repeat. Him uh, oh, I thought yeah, you just yeah. did like out of nowhere. Nah. Okay. No. How <laughs> no. <laughs> he's taking a risk? <laughs> We're like puppeteers. <laughs> in fact, Chris had this What's character, it? Coach G, for a long time that we kept trying to put in scripts that wouldn't get made. It was Coach G, short, short for Coach Got a Big Dick. We added all this stuff after the fact because we shot. Originally, when we when we cut this together, there was none of this stuff of him running, and it was like he ran off the field directly into that <laughs> that room where the choir is. Well, I always wondered how long like he bizarre. ran. That, how far away? The he ran. He runs across the state, actually. <laughs> Force Gump style. Meister. Oh, oh great. That's a game. I'm not playing. You're missing the game for us. No, I'm missing the game for you. Does this mean I'm not going to get to do the duet? Albert, you suck. I don't think he's coming back. Close my eyes at night. Remember, we talked a lot about uh, involving the other guys in this scene, and then uh, this is Adam talking now. Uh, I sort of said, no, this is this is this our little dramatic, cutesy thing, and Chris and Paul were like, no, the, the guys have to show up, and I really have to tip my hat for that idea. And, uh, you're talking about when they come in at the when end. When they come in at the end oh, and cool. say, fuck you, or fuck you. Yeah. In so many ways. They come in and say, fuck you. you. Uh, I remember I said, uh, you know, you, you fucking rule. And then, I, I, was it you guys? You guys like, no, don't say, 
Don't say fuck. Really? Yeah, I remembered like saying it the first time and then not saying it again. I thought. Oops. I could be wrong. By the way, go. Uh, go back for a second on your DVD and look at that giant master shot of the crowd. About 50% of them are, are cardboard cutouts. You'll never, you can't tell. Uh, yeah, it's like cardboard cutouts of the same four people in different shirts. <laughs> yeah. so like, seems like something And they go around with like a marker and, and draw on it. He's got a dick. He's a guy. No, right. oh, coming up is the uh, biggest in joke in the world. About five people in the entire country will laugh at this. It's the go home bird teacher. I've had enough. That is. Something I had to put in there for a few of my friends, uh, and I apologize. It's actually pretty funny, even. Uh, you what, know what what, I, don't, I don't know. I don't the story know. was, uh, when I was in high school, you know, we'd have Latin class every day, and nobody wanted to do this stupid translation every single day, so one guy would do it, and you'd hand out the translation to everyone else, and you'd read it back, and so one day we made up a fake one to give to one of my friends, and, and so the teacher calls on him to read it, and we had given him this stupid go-home bird teacher, I've had enough line, That's and he read good. it. <laughs> we all just laughed at him, and he didn't know what was going on, and you had to be there, but... Obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it still does work, even, you know, it's just... It's funny. There's another scene where Tara and, and Natasha had sort of worked on some stuff, just... And <clears throat> it was good, because, I mean, I don't know what it's like necessarily for two girls to have a friendship and stuff, but they sort of did, so... It was good to have uh, to be able to have them come in and and, uh, and bring stuff in. There were two ways to go with the music over this. One way was to go with a more slightly somber sound, or one way was to go with like a real poppy, like bang, 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 we're going to the prom and we're gonna get laid. <laughs> but, uh, so we went for the more somber one. <laughs> Pre-prom montage. <laughs> Love it. That's so that's so true right there where she dances in front of the mirror. Mm. Checking herself out. This is the Forrest Gump shot. <laughs> this is an actual tuxedo shop, believe it or not. Wasn't the tux that uh, Chris Owen wore the same one that Stevie Stevie wore for uh, Wedding Singer? It was. That's what I thought. And I was wearing a John White's tux. Yeah. All right. That's right. Our yeah. dad, uh, my dad is a designer, and by accident, Jason showed up with a John Wick's <laughs> blue tuxedo there from the 70s on the set. That's it. Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Well, she must be very special. Oh, she's special, all right. Well, I'm sure she is special if you picked her out of the whole bunch. We have nothing to say about this part, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just sit and listen, shall we? I, I love this scene because it it, uh, it pulls a switcheroo where, I mean, uh, I think underlining all the other scenes <clears> is, is the idea that Eugene's playing it like it's just a father who sort of loves his son and is screwing up because he can't articulate what he's trying to say to him. But in this scene, like that really comes to the to the fore at the end. But it's still funny, I think, when when he's like hugging him and like overdoing the, you know, yeah, the, we allow the, the schmaltziness to happen. This is a, a great, that just another happened. great white-ism in the film where I didn't know really what to do, and they said, well, we have to leave Jim's dad. You know, we, we have to sort of tie up his little storyline, and I think this was a really great way to do it. Yeah, guys. Thanks. Bye, Eugene. Thank you. <laughs> no, he comes back Okay, the, the theme end. of this prom is Arabian Nights. Well, we didn't know, he, but we, yeah. we didn't... We, we wanted to come up with the lamest prom possible. <laughs> and the lamest prom band possible. Yeah, when you know, when I... I and, 
as I originally wrote it, and I think it survived through the script, the band was described as crappy prom band. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I hate all the movies where the prom is great, and it's all about the prom, because prom isn't great. It's completely overrated. I know. And, uh, I mean, the wonderful trap that a lot of uh, movies with teens in it fall into is that, like, hey, let's put a band in there. It'll be fun. Like, And maybe yeah. they're in the band, and they go up into a <laughs> swinging song. Which never, um, ever happens. There's Buscemi's tuxedo. Here we go. So... This uh, one of the this Steadicam shot is is pretty good, but there's definitely some stuff that that we missed. Like you always try to follow a moving character or something to motivate the camera move. Um, one thing that we missed in there is that Sean uh, as Stifler is like grabbing his date's ass, <laughs> and uh, if, if at the time we spaced out having the camera dip down to see that. And so. and if you notice, he Stifler is with the girl that was holding out for Finch. Yeah. Oh. Wheels within wheels. <laughs> <laughs> so many levels to this. <laughs> Jim? Uh, my date's a flute-toting band door. Does that answer your question? In the script, it said Finch is drunk. And, uh, oh, yeah, I we kept fighting you on that. Drunk, and then the oh, White's yeah. was we like, like, stop doing it. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of oh, wish good. I had done even less than I did. Oh. I just, um, for no reason, I'm just acting like You're a... You're just like, staggering around. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't need us to get laid. Are you afraid or something? No. Gotta listen to the director more. Eddie looks like he's about to hurl at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, though. I love the... Uh, <laughs> We actually, all this stuff, the, the uh, gold lame uh, uh, palm tree stuff is from an actual prom catalog. Oh, God. Somewhere out there they're having this prom. The American Pie prom. Maybe it's a popular it's prom. It's so true that you can still see just the bleachers in the background. It's such a, you know, it's a real prom. This was my real prom because I never went to the prom. This was like the summer of my senior year, so this is the only prom I ever Aww. went to. Aww. I love you guys a lot. Shit in school, buddy. Hey, Finch. Wanna dance? Yeah. We were curious about how to how to finish up uh, the character of Jessica here with Natasha because we just loved her and we loved the the character and and uh, this scene was was sort of um, invented to to just give another cool scene to to a really cool character. Yeah, especially once Natasha <clears throat> was doing it. I mean, she added so much. It was like, yeah, and one one thing that that I really liked about the character in, in in the script was that while she's more sort of knowing seemingly than than the rest of the characters, like she's the only one who doesn't get laid during the script. Oh yeah, of course not. So it's the opposite of the traditional quote unquote <clears throat> slut mm-hmm. myth. Yeah, we were up all night together. We had one of those amazingly deep conversations where you feel like you really get to know someone. Prom took, what, three days to shoot? Mm-hmm. Three days of friggin' prom. Friggin' hot. There was a lot of second unit stuff. We were doing two stuff at once. Yeah, we were all over the place. One point I looked up <laughs> to consult with Chris about a shot, and I saw him on the prom floor in a tuxedo. He's in one of those shots. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> The guy on the left is pure gold. Oh, and when he sits down, oh, he adjusts his, adjust. he adjusts his crotch. <laughs> right he, right up, here. Uh, as he sits on the left. Here he comes. Touch it. Wait, oh, wait, wait coming it. up. Sorry. <laughs> 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 this is probably the only really cruel uh, thing in the movie is poor Sherman here. Yeah, I feel kind of bad about Sherman. How did you rig the little... There was a, there was oh, yeah, a tube. There's, there's a kind of catheter leading up his uh, trousers. 
And Did someone yeah. stand behind him and so push him? Well, like, a tube there's a, there's yeah. a special effects guy standing off to the side with a bulb full of water that he's pushing through this tube. And that's because originally the shot started at his face and went all the way down his body, and at the exact moment it hit his crotch, the uh, tube released the, the water. Um, but that was just like watching torture, so <laughs> we cut it so you just flash right to it. This is our. Um, I was really proud of Thomas in this. It's, it's hard to. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Um, it, Thomas's part was really hard because he got to he do less gags yucks, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I felt like, I mean, I really was psyched when I saw this, his performance. Um, and there was a lot of pressure also, once again, because we were trying to make the day and and uh, and he, he, he did really well. Yeah, right basically when you're shooting from the very first moment of the day, you're trying to make your day, which means you're trying to, to get all the shots you need to do on time without going over budget because everything costs twice as much once you go over your schedule. So we were under pressure here. And, and also, well. you, you might be in a certain location only for a day or something. So if you don't get everything at that point, you're screwed. So that's a really good idea if you're a novice director is to have experienced people all around you. Hey, look. Sherman didn't even get laid. So this camera move in, aside from probably being a good idea, was also allowed us to get a number of shots, uh, or at least two or three shots in one go. Uh, I'm gonna go inside and grab my bag. My date, too, perhaps? This was shot in uh, Lake Sherwood, which is outside of Los Angeles. It's a beautiful house. Yeah, very beautiful. How come you don't have any stories? I've got lots of them, and you don't have any. We have the bus in the back there to be conscientious. But that was something, you know, this sort of came out of my, my high school days where we would um, after dances and, and prom, uh, usually you go out to somebody's cottage on Lake Michigan, and uh, uh, for the bigger events, you know, it was always somebody was, was smart enough to get a bus, and, and, you know, we were high school kids, but we were smart enough to know that um, there was going to be some alcohol, that nobody was going to drive away. Um, so, I don't know what that means. Don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> ah! You guys are going to fuck, aren't you? Fuckers, 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 fuckers. Eli, Eli's kicking ass Eli again. And you know, he actually, uh, one of the scenes that was sort of cut was uh, later when when uh, uh, Jim and Michelle are, are done uh, with their uh, oh, kinky he, sex fest. Kinky sex. He was hiding He's, in the closet, right? Yeah, yeah, he jumps out and goes, wow, that was better than Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, but we sort of decided that uh, that might have been going over some borderline <laughs> to actually be conceiving this 10-year-old kid watching them go it's, at it. It's funny, though, because a lot of people, you know, they make comparisons to uh, Fairly Brothers and, and other things. And uh, while we certainly knew we were making a, a movie that sort of pushed some limits, uh, I don't think any of us was, we never approached it as, is this very raunchy? Let's make this raunchier. Let's be disgusting. It's always just what's funny, what's, what's true. Yeah, and what was potentially within character. I mean, all, you know, that's one sort of difference is we were really trying to make the characters sort of believable and have whatever outrageous thing was going on be something that could conceivably happen to somebody. Little snippet that uh, was uh, cut out here. We find out Oz's middle name. That was sort of a setup that got lost. Which is Dieter. Dieter. He's giving us this speech about not slacking off when you see the opportunity to score. Um, actually, it was the first time that, that we shot the single of Heather there. There was no f fairy lights, I guess they call them, behind Heather. Uh, so it was just a black screen. And Richie, after the daily, was like, man, I screwed that up. That's our DP. And he 
convinced and we were like no it looks fine man no problem we don't want to get fired man we got to move on and uh anyways so he convinced us to go back and get it with the lights behind her which actually did make the shot look better oh and okay so in front of them actually is i think it was oscar and then steve when he got too tired uh uh to to the uh, crew who were carrying this huge lamp as they walked along to light them properly and potentially sliding off into the uh lake and your girlfriend Oh, <laughs> again, again with the kissing. This scene was originally supposed to take place on on a beach, but Lake Lake Michigan actually has very nice big sand beaches and dunes. Um, obviously we weren't going to shoot it there, and so we had sort of this big issue over over how are we going to do it. And the boathouse was the, was sort of the solution. But that boathouse was really by the house, though, right? The boathouse. No, no, we built it. Here's uh, Finch in his bogey tux. It's great. Lisa Evans, the costume designer, did great. Just individual kind of. Repertoires for each of the characters. And there's Jennifer Coolidge, <laughs> genius comedian. Stifler's mom. Uh, no, no, not lost. Just uh, you know, taking the tour. Hey, uh, thank you for letting us have this wonderful party. Eddie was uh, 17 when we shot this, so we couldn't simulate him. We legally could not simulate him having sex with somebody, and we wouldn't have anyway <laughs> because I don't know how fun it'd be to see, you know, to see those two characters actually going at it. I but we tortured, we tortured Eddie. Yeah, we tortured Eddie by saying we had this whole like love scene worked out and stuff, and then when we learned he was 17, like we couldn't do it. You guys were lying to me about that? Yeah. Yeah, of course we were lying, dude. Sons of bitches. I told so many people that. <laughs> the uh, uh, the swing music was composed specially uh, by David Lawrence, the uh, uh, composer, and it's all beautifully timed in with the dialogue. Alcohol, liquor, the good stuff. All right. I got some scotch. Single malt. I actually read a review where they their biggest problem with the movie was calling they said Finch was too much of an alcoholic uh, <laughs> why don't you go grab a glass from the bar is that a high times review <laughs> I should allow me yeah baby you know it's a bitching party it's stiff man not, not a lot of people notice you checking the drink there I love that <laughs> <laughs> and then he just puked his brains out there's one of the few shots where the once again where the camera is uh, a bit of a character in the scene like when yeah, when, when he thinks when, it's a sexy story it moves in and then when he realizes it's a lame ass uh, spin the bottle story it starts moving out again which is kind of a, a cliche of you know camera moving is that when things start getting interesting the camera moves in or things start getting intense but we're just sort of playing a joke on that by uh, having it move back out again there was some. Uh, there was an issue over whether that scene really needed to be there. Uh, right. Oh yeah. At first we did a cut and it wasn't there, and then Warren Zide was like, "You should put it in there." Well, it makes it so right. intolerable yeah. and so annoying. It we, really uh, helps more fun. the change. We wanted to shoot all the, the lovemaking scenes slightly differently according to, to which couple it was. So with Vicky and Kevin, it's all about staticness and, and awkwardness. They're kind of sitting very awkwardly, and this this shot starts with them lying horizontally instead of vertically, the way you'd normally expect it. And the camera doesn't really move, it just kind of pops around and stays static when you... I love you. And then when you get to Oz and Heather making love, <clears throat> the camera's always moving and sliding. 
And there's always some sort of water in the shot, too. It's moving and sliding. It's moving and sliding. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't lying. And that moonlight is created by a, a huge crane with a big light on it. And somebody off to the side there is whacking the water to get ripples. <laughs> <laughs> whacking the water. And here, see how awkwardly they are in the, yeah, this, awkward they are in the frame. This is called a Dutch angle because it's slightly angled. <laughs> <laughs> As though by a Dutchman. And uh, gives you a sense of kind of awkwardness or something being slightly wrong. Um, this is a little bit of a, I mean, the fact that they're not having a necessarily great time here and that she's, it hurts her a tiny bit, that's, I think that puts some people off from that scene and that's, I think, cool because uh, it seemed realistic and that was actually something that Tara came up with just that, you know, that it hurt there for a little bit. This is really the only place that we use dissolves as well within a scene um, and it's just kind of, you know, Oz and Heather are, are right for one another and things are going very smoothly. Also, that shot was so long, we had to compact it somehow. <laughs> yes, and he was such a dork. Here and everyone comes. laughed at me, but I didn't care because it was so funny. I get it. <laughs> oh, and this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Did you know I, that this was going to be a huge line? Uh, well, yes, this was, this was something that... that uh, from the very beginning, before I had written a page, I knew this line was 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 gonna be this big moment in the in the script. And uh, uh, but you know, actually, it's I think it's probably one of the biggest laughs in the film. But uh, I guess I'll mention it now is that the probably the biggest is is uh, Michelle's last line, "Say my name, bitch," and and uh, she just came up with that on the spot. right? Yeah, well, she came up with it in a rehearsal, just as a gag, and then we were like, we're gonna shoot that definitely. And then Adam Adam showed up on the on the set later, and. Uh, and he was like, and we were like, dude, you came up with this great line. And Adam was like, we told it to him, and he was like, that's supposed to be funny. <laughs> you had to see it in context. Bigsy, what was going on in your head here? <laughs> yes, I am. Not much. <laughs> Not so I said, this is very obviously a Piera della Francesca. No what what is a Piera della Francesca? Uh, Piera della Francesca was a, an Italian Renaissance artist. And this, is, this last line in this scene was also pure... Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. I think it was the end of the night, and, and you're dead. That was when where, where she she went. You're dead in one take, and she went. You're gonna get it in another take, and you're dead was way more perverse. And I don't think anybody laughed at that, but I fell off my. Yeah. Actually, the whole crew like, wow. really lost it the minute Paul yeah. said cut. We really lost it. It was great. Man, we're lucky to have gotten this song for this scene. <laughs> it cost what? It cost two hundred dollars. <laughs> It might be a little sacrilegious to refer the graduate in this way, but we thought we had to be aware of the kind of, you know, yeah. the, the paradigm. That was, a, you know, originally a studio suggestion, I, I believe. Was it, it was really? A, it was wow. a studio note to, uh, to make some sort of graduate reference, and it really turned into something good. There's the camera moving with those guys again. Dissolve. $20,000 boathouse, how much? <laughs> now, some people, there's a debate raging about whether they actually make love, but looking at this, what are they doing if they're not making love? <laughs> <laughs> they just have heartburn or something. Now, this always, I was always really gratified that people actually laughed at this in the theater, the, just the, the lines stuff. Because, uh... Stifler's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Just making love to a microphone. Here comes our big moment. Say my name, bitch! Michelle, Michelle! Oh, God. Shit. 
<laughs> That's a beautiful shot. Oh, yeah. Hey, actually, you know, a lot of those cutaways where we just brought in uh, oh. two different actors to do the cutaways, those aren't necessarily like Jason and Allison's but hands whacking w- stuff. But then there was one shot where Jason sits down on this ceramic football, and the, the, the guy who we brought in, this nice guy, had a, a big scar across his stomach. <laughs> so it's like Jim sits down on the thing and you see like he's had this huge scar, like maybe a motorcycle accident. I don't know, maybe he had his intestine removed. So I was like, uh, hey, is Jason still around? So we went and got him from the t- trailer and had him do his own stunt there. I mean, I, I just can't believe we had a senior prom. I know. I went by so fast. This, uh, the lighting here is supposed to be pretty harsh. Like the, the fact that you can see that shadow up against the headboard, it is the sobering light of morning. But it's actually a giant 20,000 watts. That's exactly. <laughs> Sunbeam or whatever they call them. Yeah, lamps? <laughs> <laughs> Lamp, uh, yeah. No. Don't say that. I mean, we can make it work. Actually, I think in the in the original script, didn't he dump her or they kind of came to a... Well, this was always a little decision. tricky. The, the idea was that... It, it was they their whole relationship is this sort of high school relationship where it's it's never really been examined and this is sort of once they realize that sex isn't the end all be all it's like well, well, well what do we have and we'll be on our own meeting new people last night though we have nothing to say here either. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this you talk about emotion. <laughs> the next scene where I uh, I walk in on my mom having sex. Well, actually, just figuring it out. Well, actually, not the scene. <laughs> <laughs> After this scene, uh, my dad and my brother came down from Minnesota. Which this is Sean talking. Yeah, Stifler. people are pretty much clueless about filmmaking up there, and uh, they're so disappointed that I actually I w- wasn't really watching walking in on my mom having sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to remind them it wasn't a porno. I was used. This is such a true moment. <laughs> yeah, for any man. We've all felt that way. <laughs> we had a bunch of different lines for Sean here. Mom? We used to be toothpaste gurgling out of his mouth. Oh, hey, Stipler. No, that was, no, that was, that was way before. Oh. Um, the good <laughs> thing about having him say shit break there is that it reminds you why he's such an asshole right before he <laughs> gets screwed over. What did you fall? Did you just fall on the ground or was there something? There's a little there? mat. Yeah. Was? <laughs> it was good. It is. It is a shit break, by the way. A lot of people have asked me, "Is it shit break or shipwreck?" Yeah, yeah. He takes a break to go home and shit. Well, that was one great thing about seeing it in French with the subtitles was that it said like uh, <laughs> "pas de caca" or something, which means like no shit. So it was really clear. Pas caca. <laughs> Now, these guys behind us, when we were watching the dailies, they cracked us up because, oh, you can't really see them, but the guy on the right was faking eating the hot dog, and he would just bring it up to his mouth and not actually bite into it. <laughs> that guy? Yeah. That actually was the other dude on the right there. Uh, to the next step. There's that strand. I don't know what the next step means, but we put it in. Possible sequel? Oh. Ooh. Nah. No. And this was sort of a uh, the day that we were shooting. Uh, what was it the porno mag scene? Oh, this um, is. Didn't I come in dancing with all different props? Yeah, yeah. We weren't yeah, sure really. Sorry about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I came in like holding a cowboy hat over my crotch and and doing all kinds of funky stuff. In fact, the prop prop masters, uh, the Chris's, were off to the side handing me. I would run off, and they would hand me a new prop, and I'd come back in and dance with it. 
Yeah, we and don't know what the heck we're going to do for the end. Uh, Ali Rucker from Universal was like, you have to end on a really funny beat. She was like, yeah, okay, what's it going to be? And initially we had Jim going to, uh, in Adam's script, it was Jim going to a hotel in Prague and hooking up with Nadia, which is great, except uh, <coughs> it was too damn expensive to shoot. So, but this is better because it's it brings back the dad and it's it's funny. Bachelor number one on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, this is the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you wrote those by hand, right? Yeah. We actually had arguments about the the font of the credit type. That's how pathetic things get. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's all I gotta Obviously say about that. We had a, <laughs> we had a miserable that. time Woo! making the movie. <laughs> I didn't like it. Bunch of bastards. Let's see, we'll it was look. so hard to mask the uh, dislike that we all had for each yeah. other yeah. on the yeah. set. It's terrible. Um, well, let's give it up for time. our actresses, though. I wish that at yeah, least one no, of them yeah, were we here. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Bozo. <laughs> Good night, folks. Woo! Woohoo!